if you struggle with resting and taking time off or feeling guilty that you're not, quote, doing more, this episode, well, it's for you. Because today we connected with an entrepreneur that after deciding to take off full weekends and all holidays, yeah, you heard that right, <laughs> discovered that this practice was not only helping her to be more productive, but yes, you guessed it, it made her brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Willow Belden is the host and founder of Out There. Before launching her podcast, she was a reporter and host at Wyoming Public Radio. She has written for newspapers and magazines across the U.S. and internationally and has contributed to stories in NPR and has won several national awards. Today, she joined me and our friend Sean Block to talk about why she decided to not work on weekends or holidays. I don't remember exactly when it happened, but it was the kind of thing where when I first started the podcast that I host, as an entrepreneur, I think you you tend to get sucked into this mentality of I need to be working all the time. And I like if I'm not working, all the time. I'm doing it wrong and I'm not going to succeed and things aren't going to happen. And so for quite a while, I found myself working often seven days a week um, or at least six days a week. It was exhausting. I mean, it was just I got to this point where I felt like I was totally burning out. And then I said, well, what if I didn't do that? Like, what if I just took weekends off like other people do and um, and what if that was the norm and i was very nervous about it to begin with because i thought well how is everything going to get done and somehow it does it's it's one of those things where working more doesn't necessarily mean working more efficiently and i think actually the opposite is true that often working too many hours just makes you less efficient when you are working and so then you just have to it's it's this vicious cycle you just kind of have to keep going with that so taking weekends off i found that well actually i can get everything done in the 5 day work week and um if something doesn't get done well too bad so in terms of maximizing the days you do work did that shift your approach in terms of of that and setting the boundaries for the no weekend but did it change the way you work during the week i don't think it changed the way i work during the week intentionally like there wasn't anything that i said oh i'm gonna do this differently i do notice that i'm more focused i mean not all the time right like it's still work right <laughs> Like we're human. <laughs> there are still days where it's like pulling teeth to get stuff done. But in general, I think I'm more, I just am more focused. And so I, I use my time more productively without even trying to. Now, when you talk about this, the very first thing that I think is that I would have to get really good at saying no to people and setting some boundaries. That was one of the hardest things, actually, because people get used to you being available always. And so there's just this, you know, you try to set up a meeting with somebody or whatever, and they're like, yeah, I can do Saturday afternoon. <laughs> and at the beginning, I, it was really awkward. And I had these things where I was like, well, I try to not work on weekends. If I can make that work, 
uh, is that okay? <laughs> and, and that's like, I feel like that's the wrong way to go about it. Now my way of saying no is simply if somebody suggests doing like a meeting or something on the weekend, I, I simply say, I can't do weekends, but I could do this or this or this time. And I suggest times during the week that would work. You batch times during the week. Like for instance, I, I, you mentioned before we talked about no meeting Wednesdays. That was pretty fascinating. So do you try to group things together to maximize that time? I mean, in an ideal world, maybe I would. It's sort of hard to do that. Like you do have to work around other people's schedules. You brought up the no meeting Wednesdays. And that's been really I've only been doing that for about a year now, but it's been wonderful. Um, and I just have a policy of I just never schedule meetings on Wednesdays. And that leaves one whole day free to actually get things done um, <laughs> and to not be constantly interrupted. Did. So that's my one sort of hard, fast rule. And and similarly, that was really hard to say no to people. And it still is sometimes, you know, people will say, well, let's do let's meet on, you know, this Wednesday or that, whatever. Again, my response simply is I can't do Wednesdays, but I can do this day or this day or this day. <laughs> Now, she also mentioned taking holidays off, and we're not talking just Christmas, but if the post office is closed, it seems like Willow is closed for business, too. Yes, uh, that's something that I started doing. That was a New Year's resolution that I made for myself a few years ago, um, where I said, I'm just going to take federal holidays because other people do. I mean, not everybody, obviously not everybody's in an industry where they can do that. But that's been wonderful because it just gives you the occasional three-day weekend or and, and they sneak up on you. Like I, I forget that they're coming and then I look at the calendar and it's like, oh, Monday's a holiday. That's great. <laughs> and, and that also was what like when I first started doing that, I would sort of apologize for taking the day off. And I would say, well, I've decided that I'd like to take holidays off. So could we meet this day instead? And it always felt like like this was something that I was doing that wasn't really allowed. Like I was I was getting more than I deserved by taking holidays off. And now my way of of clearing those days is just like I'll email somebody and be like, well, this day is a holiday. So how about like, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday? Follow up to that question, Willow. So I'm in the corporate world. So I'd have the, the corporate job where we have vacation. We have four weeks of called PTO paid time off. Do you do that yourself? Do you take a vacation yourself? Do you plan that into your schedule? I should be better about that. Uh, I try to. Um, and I, and that was something that I thought about because I used to, I haven't always worked for myself. I used to be a reporter, um, at a, public radio station. And there we got four weeks of vacation plus holidays. And I was always very good about taking like some people don't take all their vacation time, which is nuts. You should take your vacation time. <laughs> um, but um, and then I thought about this and I was like, OK, now you work for yourself. So in theory, you have all this flexibility and you're not taking vacation. That's ridiculous. So I do try to I would say I probably do actually at this point take maybe not four weeks of vacation, but I probably take three. I should do better to make it more. If you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about that transition in your life, because I think it gives us some context for the kind of the philosophy you're building this whole, you know, time for yourself and this saying no thing, it, it makes me feel uneasy because there's some peace that needs to be in my soul in order to be able to say no and give myself a break and all that. So it's not about saying no, it's about me needing to be more grounded and knowing that everything's okay. But sometimes saying no is a way to get yourself more grounded, mm. I think. 
But yeah, the so the transition was I wasn't in the corporate world, but I was in public radio. So I'd been working at the um, NPR station in Wyoming. um, And I had been a, a reporter and anchor there for about three years. And it was it was a great job. It was a I was I felt like my work was meaningful. I had great colleagues. It was always interesting, you know, all these things that a job is supposed to be. But I didn't quite love it enough to make it worth the amount of stress it was. And people would always say, well, what would you rather be doing? And (laughs) I kind of said, well, if I knew that, I'd probably already be doing it. And so I didn't know. Right about that time, I read this, my book club read this book, um, which now has become ubiquitous, but at the time it was new, um, Wild by Cheryl Strayed, um, which for people who may not have read it. So it's about this woman who basically leaves every like she's at this really bad part place in her life and her mother has passed away and she's like doing drugs. And she anyway, she, she leaves everything behind and goes and does this big backpacking trip on the Pacific Crest Trail. And it really helps her sort of sort straighten herself out. And I remember just reading this book and being like, this is what I need to do. And I wasn't a backpacker like this wasn't it's just like kind of came out of the blue for me. <laughs> um, so I had to like learn how to do everything. But I just decided this is really what I what I want to do. And so I, I did. I uh, I mean, it took a while to muster up the gumption to quit my job to go like hiking. <laughs> but uh, but I eventually did quit my job and I figured, well, I'm going to go like wander around in the woods for a month and a half and see what happens. One of the things I'm kind of really curious about the shift in terms of your mental health in terms of the schedule and the change that you've done and the transition you made. How have you noticed that it's helped your your mood, your health, your mental health? Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing that had been going on at the time, part of it was 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 burnout at work. And part of it was depression. I had um, lost my mother several years before she passed away from cancer. And I'd never really taken time to just process that. I um I kind of just forged ahead, which I think initially was probably helpful. And then after a while, it was like, well, you kind of do need to sit in the proverbial mud puddle for a while and just like, you know, go through these things. And so it had gotten bad enough that that the depression was actually causing health problems. Um, I was having stomach issues and it just like that was it was really disrupting my my life. I had been to all these different doctors and they had, you know, everybody like the the thing I didn't it, it sort of was a, a weird chicken and egg thing because I noticed the health part like I didn't understand the depression right away. Like I noticed the health health issues and I went to all these doctors and they did a zillion different tests. Everything came back normal. And so finally they were like, well, you're fine. <laughs> and I said, well, no, I'm not fine. And finally, one specialist said, well, maybe this is caused by stress or something. So I at that point, I said, OK, well, let me try some therapy. And so I worked with a therapist for a long time and and still work, work with her, which helped a lot. And she was very supportive of leaving everything behind and going for going on this 500 mile hike. I mean, it really did pull me out of that depression. Um, I came back from it feeling so much more alive and so much more like myself and so much more hopeful about life, I guess. And also willing to take risks in a way that I never had before. I mean, I think going on this, going on a 500 mile backpacking trip, if you're not a backpacker is a risk. And, um, (laughs) and I think the fact that I did it and it was, and it, I mean, it was really hard, but it was also really great. And it, and I, and I figured it out made me think, oh, well, maybe I can do that in other aspects of my life. Like if I, just because I don't already know how to do something doesn't mean I won't figure it out and doesn't mean it won't be really meaningful to me. 
I love that she talked about the quote risk, right? It was a risk her doing that. And think about how she benefited from that experience. But you know what else was a risk? Setting boundaries around her work, taking time off. And you know what? She benefited from that too. Make sure you connect with her at outtherepodcast.com. That is linked in the show notes. They are exploring big questions through intimate stories outdoors. Again, that is the Out There podcast linked up in the show notes. But before we go, Willow, anything else? Well, one thing that kind of goes along with this is just you have to be, or at least for me, I have to be very rigid about actually putting work away at the end of the week because I'm one of those people who has like 500 tabs open all the time <laughs> on my internet browser. And so on Friday after, like evening, when I put my work away, I close them all. I close my work email. I close all of the work-related tabs and I don't open them again until Monday. And I find that that is super necessary because like if your work email is, is open, you're gonna, there's, you're gonna look at it. Working more doesn't mean you are working efficiently. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, y'all, whether it is learning why we procrastinate and taking fun action, developing mental strength with strong circuits, or taking time off guilt-free, we just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.